How are your rookies doing so far in 2023? We'll find out how they've shifted in our rankings right now. Let's go. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. We're your hosts, Calvin Timms and Dale Terry. And today we're going to be talking about our re-ranking of the 2023 rookie class. We're about, you know, almost halfway through the season and we have a lot of information on these guys now, how their usage is going to be, injuries and all sorts of information that Mm -hmm. good, bad and and otherwise. So we're going to re-rank the 2023 rookie class and tell you guys how they've shifted in the rankings and Hopefully you're going to be able to use this to go and buy some of these guys or not overreact on some of these guys, but you know, hopefully we can give you guys some good information here today. Before that, if you can, please follow the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google, Apple, Rumble, everywhere the podcasts are really found. While you're there, if you can subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment on the video, just helps with the algorithm and it helps us to help you guys because that's the biggest goal for us is just helping you guys win your leagues and we're in the thick of it. So uh, we're taking a little break from the start sits. We'll get back to those here soon enough. But, you know, with a bunch of teams on by, we thought this was a good time to get into the re-ranking of the rookies here. But before we get into that, Dale, how are we doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. And, you know, I, 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 I do agree with you. Like, it's always good to reflect and see how, how well and how poor we have evaluated some of these rookies and the, what we really thought that they were going to be and what some of them have really turned out to be. Yeah, that's always the scary part is putting the mirror up mm-hmm. to it, right? Holding yourself oh, accountable. Absolutely. But absolutely. I will say my quarterback rankings so far have been perfect. Yeah. My tight end rankings have been pretty good actually um and my receiver yeah it's iffy we'll, we'll see it's early on the receivers yeah. guys you guys it, cannot it, take it, victory it, laps on receivers this yes, early yes it's still <laughs> too early on, on some of it's I, I i feel for most of these players it's still too too early because some of them are coming off of injuries some of them really haven't played yet you yeah know, it's like, we, i mean I, I, yeah yeah We'll get into it a little bit, but um, today we're going to be talking about quarterbacks and running backs. Check out the other video that's going to drop this afternoon, um, and it's going to be talking about the pass catchers, which is the wide receivers and tight ends. So we're going to try and keep this pretty quick, you know, pretty brief, but we're just Mm going to go through these guys and and kind of see how they've shifted, if they've shifted in our ranking. So let's jump into it. First off, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks here. And, you know, when you look at the quarterbacks, for me – Number one is still going to be C.J. Stroud. Um, he was always right up there. Anthony Richardson was my final mm-hmm. w- number one at the end of the season, but I think you kind of have to bump him down right behind C.J. Stroud. It's for So for me, I have Stroud one, Richardson two, but both in that top tier. Um, yep. Stroud, he's just balling out. He's looking amazing like we knew he kind of would. You know, we were – some of the underdogs on that case, everyone had Bryce Young up there, yeah, but you yeah, and I we were, were always big Stroud guys. Um, so Stroud, he just has to be the number one right now because he's playing and Richardson has got season ending injury. So I think that what you've seen from Richardson is still very good for fantasy football. Would you agree? Oh yeah, I, I really would agree. And you know, overall he's played pretty well. I mean, yeah. some of the, I mean, it's the biggest problem that we knew coming in was going to be like the completion percentage and, and stuff like that, and and we've seen that, but I think that will that will be there with more with more reps once he gets um, 
his shoulder healed up and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I think he could fix some of those issues and play pretty well in this offense. Like he was playing very well. Yes, he was. And he was very mobile. Like we kind yep. of knew he would 100%. be 100%. Yep. So unfortunately, you know, he had four rushing touchdowns. That's nuts, I know that. man. He's crazy. Um, but We'll, we'll see him back. I, and I, I don't mind it from Indianapolis. They are not trying to compete this year. They knew it was going to be a rebuild year. So let him just get healthy. Don't try and force him back out there. You, you know, they're in the talks for Jerry Judy, all that stuff. So they're going to get a couple mm-hmm. more weapons. But as of right now, CJ Stroud is number one, AR right behind him at number two. But again, they just flip flopped in the top tier. I had yep. a pretty big tier gap between them and Bryce Young pre-draft. I am so yeah, happy that this and, and, is, and it's and it's and it's even more massive right now. Like I, I, I almost feel like it's like if you want to jump to a tier three for them and not even have a tier two for Bryce Young. I, I feel it's yeah on Bryce Young. I feel it's so night and day, and I really I'm more like I I figured Bryce Young would struggle a little bit, but I didn't think he was going to struggle this much. Well, dude, I don't know what people expected. He's a guy who played behind one of the best offensive lines in college football. He's a small guy. He goes to the worst offensive line. And one thing I've seen, we've all, I think we've all seen this year is these off, you have a massive offensive line issue in the NFL right now. And like you have like four teams in the entire NFL who have good offensive lines that are actually able to prevent, you know, all these massive sacks every single week. I just don't really get, and you couple that with, they gave up DJ Moore, they gave up their first round pick next year, and then yeah. they drafted Jonathan Mingo, who, you know, he was rising at the end of the draft season, but most people subpar. most people didn't even have him up there, you know, and the fact that they're now talking about getting a number one while you just drafted Jonathan Mingo, it's like, why didn't you guys just keep DJ? Like, maybe they couldn't have, but, dude, they could have had Stroud. It, it, this whole thing for Carolina has been a massive mismanagement, and uh, it's unfortunate. But Bryce Young, I just don't see, and this is what I always said, for fantasy football purposes, yep. I never saw the road for him. Um, but he's still good enough. Like, he's he's capable enough that, you know, I, I, I don't hate the, the player or anything like that. He's just... He has no path to top 12, but he can be a pretty consistent QB two. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. I kind of see him more in the light of like a lesser Jared Goff, you yeah. know, more like, yeah. you know, you know, you know, I, I think he's more of like a Derek Carr. Yes. Yes. You know, and, you know, and, and, you know, I'm a big, big Derek Carr hater over here, know. but, uh, big, you know, big, big, but yeah, Derek yeah. Carr had many years where he was right around, you know, 10 to 15 in that range. And I think mm-hmm. Bryce Young yeah. can be there, but yep. you know, it's just, I never understood the argument for him to be Joe Burrow or something like that. So, um, but he's still number three here in this class, no movement for him. Um, I think the biggest movement for me, I still have Hendon hooker as my number four guy. And maybe that's controversial. He hasn't played at all, but we're not going to see him play this year at all. Anyway, Jared Goff's balling out. He had the ACL injury. He's probably not going to be healthy until November, December anyway, to even sniff the field. So, you know, Hendon Hooker, I don't think we have enough information to move him down or up or anything. So he just kind of shifted. Um, But I did make a little bit of a tier gap between him. I had Will Levis DTR in the tier with him before, I did space those guys out. I, I uh, moved Aiden O'Connell into the tier with Will Levis, DTR, 
and Aiden O'Connell, and they're all a tier behind Hen and Hooker at this point because, you know, we've seen DTR, we've seen Aiden O'Connell in actual live games. It has not yep. been good. Will nope. Levis can't get the field over Malik Willis. Maybe Malik we'll Willis, see this yeah. week. We'll find out this weekend. Um, but probably not, though. Probably not. And probably if you're not. not even good enough to beat out Malik Willis, who's terrible, that makes yeah, me nervous. But we'll see when he actually gets on the field. So maybe Will Levis can kind of bump up a couple of tiers here. But you know, it's it's kind of a long shot there. Yeah, I, I kind of group all of those guys that you listed in the same kind of in the same general tier. You know, right. I'm I'm feeling less and less good about Hendon Hooker with how Jared Goff has played. I'm not um, too worried about know, that, but yeah, I hear you. With, with, with him being in a, in a contract year, like I I really think the Lions are going to extend Goff. I wouldn't be shocked. He's playing out of his mind. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing fantastic, and that really puts Hendon Hooker in a really bad spot th- dynasty wise. Yeah, so that's fair. You know, fair. you know, you know, he he he's an older he like he's an older rookie to begin with, and you know, if you're if you're signing golf to a you know three year deal, he's going to be twenty eight, twenty nine mm-hmm. before he even hits yep. the field. No, that that's what um, <laughs> and with Hendon Hooker, the the counter argument to that is sorry uh, to cut your point off. Um, my my counter argument to that for Hendon Hooker is you paid almost nothing for him, and look right. at what Jordan Love was. You know, like Jordan Love spiked in value three years later, so it's not impossible for him to still maintain some value in a couple of years. But you are you're not I, I, wrong. You yeah, have to sit on him yeah. for a little while. So yeah, yeah. Well, and and the problem too is is, is his age eventually. Like it's I feel it's different with Fair. Jordan Love. Like at least at least with Jordan Love, like he came out as a. 21 22 year old you know and he's right. w- with all this talent but now we have Hendon Hooker who really was a one-year breakout it seemed you know at Tennessee and right. we we'll he may not even we'll get to see. see the field at all right I, if anything what you're really hoping for for Hendon Hooker is kind of a Geno Smith route for his NFL yes. career Geno yes. you know he came out early didn't do anything and then made his resurgence at 32 years old. So it's not saying that Hendon Hooker is going to have to wait till he's 32, but you know, he'll be an older player if he ever gets the start. So we'll see. But again, I just don't think there's enough information to move him anywhere at this point. But um, let's go to the running backs here because I don't really think there's anybody else worth mentioning. I did have Stenson Mm -hmm. Bennett, but he actually got cut from the team. So yeah, he did. You know, it's there's nobody else here. It is a a wasteland out here for these rookies. I definitely agree, and I definitely wish Stenson Bennett the best at whatever car dealership he goes to, and I hope he figures out his life and he's going to be very successful somewhere else. So what Matt? Like this guy was smart enough to. Really perform well at the combine, boost his yeah, draft stock, 100%. and then just completely screw himself out of what contract. Hey, like, hey, hey, it what is what it world? is. Like, well, I, I, I will say at least that he he got to do things that not very many people get to do. So, That's fair. He got know, two, he, two college titles. Exactly. So, yep. All right, let's uh, let's jump over to the running backs here. Tier one for me. I didn't have any movement here. I know people are going to be really down on Gibbs, but I still have Bijan and Gibbs as my top two here. Um, you could almost make Bijan his own tier, and, and maybe I, maybe ultimately That's I do what do I did. that. I, I'm going to make yeah, Bijan his yeah. own tier. Um, Gibbs, too. I'm going to move into the same tier as two guys who might be a little bit surprising, uh, but I put Devin Achain, Achan, 
What, I forget. H-A-N, I, Devon Achan. <laughs> Devon Achan is in the same tier yeah, as Jameer Gibbs. How, nope. how do we I ever get here? I 100% agree with that. And then I, I also have Tajay Spears. Yep, Tajay Spears is also in this tier with these two guys. So, you know, these two are the biggest movers. Um, before I had them in tier three, I had Tajay at six and Achan um, at seven. Now they're at two, well, three and four. Um, so they, they've seen the biggest movement. And, you know, who I don't have here anymore is Kendra Miller and Zach Charbonnet. Both of those guys, I've moved them down a tier, and I think it's just because we're going to have to wait and see on both yep. of them. Unfortunately, we saw a little bit of flash from Kendra Miller, but now Jamal Williams, they're playing right now, and Kendra Miller's just not seeing the field. He's the number three guy, and um, I think we just have to wait. And same with Zach Charbonnet. They are using the hell out of Kenneth Walker there, and you know he's looked really, really good. And it's just Pete Carroll's way, man. He's not going to give charbonnet the ball if if uh walker is the better player now they're slowly ramping charbonnet up a little bit more in the pass catching which you like to see a little bit but you know i just don't really see a a path minus injury for charbonnet or kendra miller at this point in time yeah and i agree with that and i i really feel the same way about tank bigsby too like i i kind of feel i i would yes he's in this tier as well sorry i forgot yeah yeah, with those guys yeah yeah i I, yeah i would group miller bigsby and charbonnet all in that kind of tier three and you know i i think they're i think or it'd be tier four actually at this point um but yeah i kind of feel they're all in the same boat they're they're all wait and see they're all the backups right i think I think they I think they're gonna be more relevant next year, like especially with Kendry Miller if he's able to stay stay healthy with Alvin Kamara probably not gonna be back on the team and stuff like that. Yeah, and the biggest thing too, we didn't talk about these guys very much, but Gibbs, I still think that the talent is there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's still a good player. It's just they 100%. this team wants a grinder like a David Montgomery. They also paid yes, David Montgomery do. a lot of money. Like I get yes, that they, they that they traded and, and got um Gibbs and all that stuff, but one, he's a rookie. Two, they are paying David Montgomery a an astronomical amount. And three, Dave Dave Montgomery's playing really, really well. Like yes, I get it. Um, you know, you want it to go to Gibbs, but why would they just do that when when Montgomery's playing well, right? So Agreed. Gibbs needs to earn it a little bit, and his time will come. But people that are overreacting just need to, to calm it down just a tiny bit there. So, mm-hmm. uh, But on the flip side, Devin Achain, he has been on fire. The reason why he is, is still down here and not with Bijan is because – you burn too bright and you get exactly what you got mm-hmm. with Devin HN yep. where he's going to be injured. He's a small guy and his body yes. cannot hold up to the workload that he was getting with, with all those carries. What was he averaging? Like 25 carries a week. Like he was, av- he was, he was averaging all, like about twice as much as what we thought he was going to Dude, it was you know, in, in, all, in, in all honesty. And yeah, he was going crazy and, and like him and uh, Mostert were going back and forth with who, who was getting the carries on the on each drive. So okay, it felt like a know, lot more. But yeah. the Denver game, he yes. had twenty two. Uh, Buffalo, yeah. he had thirteen, and then twelve against New York, and he still got banged up. But 
man, it just felt like, I guess it's because he was so explosive when you're averaging yes, 13 yards did, a carry, yeah. but um, yeah. <laughs> very explosive player in the, in the best possible situation for him. 100%. You're just going to, you're going to have a lot of downtime with him because he's going to have a lot of uh re ramp up. I mean, he's on IR. That's not a good sign. You know what I mean? Well, I, I don't feel that's horrible because with those soft tips, it's, it's with the soft tissue injuries. Like those, can that's just a quarter of the season, season though. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's just, so, so, yeah, I'm I'm not super worried about it in general. Like I, I, I kind of feel that I feel that he's earned his spot where he's at. You know, I, I do have him at number three. Sure. You know, and yeah, I'm I've yep. been very I've 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 been very, very impressed with what he's been doing. I agree. What I'm did, with you one hundred percent. Um number four, Tajay. We talked about him briefly, but yep. Tajay, they are giving him the the ball a lot over a um, lot. Derrick yep. Henry. More than we yep, anticipated. We thought it was gonna yes. be and Derrick Henry's been playing decent not not okay. superstar yeah it's, it's, yeah yeah, yeah. He's, it's, it's, it's he's, still, okay. he's still he's still like insane okay. with his rushing numbers it just doesn't feel like it because he's not king henry at, at this point in time he's just right. Derek, right um but his numbers are still ridiculous but the fact that tajay is getting the ball as much as he is and the passing work you'll love to see that you know through five games six games he's got 250 yards it's not bad like as a rookie nope. right so um, he doesn't have the touchdowns, but they're talking about trading Derrick Henry at the same time. So if you were to get traded, Tajay suddenly becomes more of the workhorse back here, and you love to see that. Um, you know, in the same tier as as um, Kendra Miller, Zach Charbonnet, and Tank Bigsby, I also put uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, who has kind of jumped up here. I think that he's going to be the number two behind Javante. He's going to replace Samaj P. Ryan here as the season goes on. Any thoughts mm-hmm. on him? Yeah, I, I didn't really, I haven't really been too close on Denver and haven't really been sure. keeping an eye on it. You know, I, I I think my worry is what their offense is going to do. I know they're imploding for just, sure. Yeah, they are. They are. And it's, I'm really surprised about the running back usage for a Sean Payton offense. I thought it would be a lot more. You know, and and Javante's been really disappointing. So I kind of feel the same way with McLaughlin. You know, as I think it's, I think I would. Yeah. To be fair yeah, to Javante, I mean, yeah. we do have to remember, and I know it's because he got back so quickly, man. But yeah. he is coming off what an ACL. Okay. So yeah, yes. well, I I I think it was an ACL MCL. Like I, I, I yeah, it was, it was the it was the J.K. Dobbins, but Dobbins. he's. Yeah. He's looked a lot better than JK did for sure, right? And, right, right. You know, but yeah, we gotta we gotta remember that with Javante. He's still getting yes, healthy. We do. <laughs> but yes, we do. it's hard yep. it's hard to remember that in season, you know what I mean? Like when you see these guys, oh, he had ten carries last week. Why didn't he do more? Well, he he probably wasn't fully healthy, you know. Right. So yeah. right. um just to keep that in mind. But no, I'm with you. I, I like McLaughlin, but if you know, something were to happen full time to Javante with an injury. I think McLaughlin would step into a, a very 100%. productive role. Same with Charbonnet, yes. Miller, um, Tank, mm-hmm. all these guys here. So, yep. um, is there any other running backs you want to talk about quickly or no? Uh, I, I think the only one would be like Rashawn Johnson. You know, yeah, uh, and he, he's been he, banged he, up he, nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been banged up. Um, he he was he was earlier in the week. He was trending to play this week. I'm not sure if he's going to, but. Um, I, I think he's someone to keep an eye on because because he does get a lot. Of he missed practice again today, so yes, he probably did. not. Yes, he did. So he's probably not, and we're recording on Thursday. So You're right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably not going to play this week, but I think he's someone to just monitor and 
my hope is that you know uh, Luke Getze gets fired. You know, like yeah, last they're going to fire this whole f- whole they're going to coaching staff after the year. It's not going to be in season, uh, but it's yeah, fine. but yeah, but yeah, but let's move on. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll, out of the other guys that we've ranked, you know, um, you know, preseason, he's the only one that is notable. You know, right. John Tucker is nothing. Uh, Chase Brown is nothing. He's behind right. even Evan the Hall's second string. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. yeah there's nobody else really. Yeah. The only other guy would be Demarcado, but just somebody to watch there. So right. Um, yep. So that is the running backs. Big movement in the running back position. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of movement with the wide receivers. So make sure you guys check that video out a yep. little bit later. Again, you can find us on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin for myself at Dynasty underscore Dale for my co-host here. You can find the podcast at FF After Dark and our betting podcast will be coming out on mm-hmm. Saturday still. So hopefully you guys have been following that. We've, I've hit a couple of good parlays the last couple of weeks and made it some decent money on the last few weeks. So hopefully you guys are following that and that'll be dropping on Saturday. So if you're looking to make a little bit of extra side cash in a more responsible, you know, safer, (laughs) realistic Mm -hmm. way, go listen to that podcast. So um, that said, thank you guys so much for listening until next time. Have a good night. And we all got dreams. We all want things, but what you gonna do for it? How you gonna move for it? What you gonna be?